Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode 127, and today we are reviewing Blonde, Andrew Dominic's latest film and his very divisive film. Facts. So, because of that, there's, I mean, I don't want to... We all loved it. (laughs) I don't want to blow my load too early here, but there's a lot to discuss. So that's probably all we will be discussing on the show. Plus, we might do a recap of our... Well, we'll talk about beer, too. Well, definitely. <laughs> do a recap of our beer fest and the beer that we'll be featuring. But that's going to be it. No nano reviews this week. Save them for next week if we have any. So, let's get right into it because we're trying to keep this short and sweet. Um, we went to 450 North in Columbus, Indiana for the Corn Maze Beer Fest, the 2022 Corn Maze Beer Fest. And it was absolutely huge. Tons of breweries went. Um, if you guys have heard of it or looked into it, you can see how stacked the lineup is. And yeah, we tried a lot of beer. So how did you guys the like end. it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think? Uh, I thought it was pretty incredible. We Even with the four hours we had, which we were there like the full four hours. Yes. Right? No, we, we left at like 4.30. Well... Yeah, we really? could have stayed for like, like another hour. hour. Hour, yeah. Oh, we had like an hour left. Well, yeah. I don't know. We drank a lot of beer, but we were like full and like yeah, that's beard out. It's like, like the time doesn't really matter. Hard. Yeah, but like there's no way to even get close to trying as much. I mean, we didn't fuck around. We didn't waste time. Like we were yeah, finished we were one boom, boom, and boom, boom, in, boom, boom. we would get we were in one. line. Yes, while we were finishing the exactly. next one. Yeah, and so, didn't even get close to touching the all, all the them. breweries. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. I don't even. We maybe got a third. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, I no, mean, maybe not. 17 I think maybe breweries. we had like a quarter. 18 breweries. 17. How many were there total? 70 plus. Damn. Okay, so I have roughly 21 to 22 new beers from there. <clears throat> I have like 18. And, so, yeah. and I think only one of them we double dipped on, which was Mortalis, right? Yep. yep. Okay, so. 17. And the other two being, um, I did I did count the two beers that I had from 450 while we were waiting oh, to get okay. in. Yeah. So, yeah, about 18, 18 17. breweries. Yeah, yeah breweries. Out of 70. Out of 70. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, I mean, we had a lot of good beer, a lot of mid beer, not really anything like too bad or too terrible. I, I mean, my one or two. Three, two, five. I think I had a couple lower, but. You had to make a statement <laughs> on the blue milk. Yeah, I, the I, blue cum. I gave it what did you rate that? I gave it three point two. I don't know, like two and a half or two seven five. Uh, I gave it three point. I think I gave it three and a half. Yeah, but yeah, this is why you follow us on Untapped for all these juicy details. Well, I still have to check the rest of mine. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was um, twenty five check ins I had. To yeah, and I mean that's a pretty good for. Uh, we had two beers that were. Per- or I had two. I think you guys two. had the same. Two beers that yeah. were perfect fives. That's pretty good uh, average for out of two out of 20. I mean, yeah. if we were to get, have another 20 from there. I had one that was pretty high also. The Viking Art- Artisan Ales, Puahana, which also apparently doesn't exist. Which, yeah, it doesn't, it's not untapped. Can't sound untapped. So. Mm. And that one we can't <laughs> add because we know nothing about it. I don't even I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember. I, I have my score. Did you look up... Um, like a like a label or anything, or go to the website to see if you could find it. Uh, he went to like their page, yeah, and okay, nothing. tried it, nothing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I will say some other highlights. Oh, so we'll, we'll touch on the fives. We all had um, a stout from Clag Brewing Company, 
double barrel aged bang this and i think unanimously it's one of if not our favorite stouts now yeah, out of yeah. all of them it was incredible I mean, there's only a few that probably that you guys have had that it could top it i've had less than you guys so right. yeah i don't know if anything would necessarily like top it there's other ones that are there yeah that are like as good yeah yeah but hard to say like a clear clear winner uh, and then on the other side of the spectrum, we had uh, an amazing smoothie beer. Or was it just a fruited? Uh, it was a smoothie beer, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of smoothie beers. The Fillings Are Mutual from Mortalis out of New York. And that was also very good. I guess that was a collaboration, too, with other half brewing. But yep. yeah, that was just like one of those beers that... Because like, we had so many smoothie beers here. There's so many of those. And it's I guess it makes sense because thing, it's yeah. 450 that's hosting right. it. The inventors of it so yeah that was like a hot hot item there and um we tried a lot of them and it was funny because we were talking about that just the other day like okay we've had our fill of like smoothie beers now we've had really good ones we've had some mid ones we can kind of differentiate and this just furthered that like we tried so so many over the place yeah that it's like okay if i had this like two years ago it probably would have been like a four and a half or a five but like now it's like Mm -hmm. three seven five yeah not as good yeah but yeah, the fillings are mutual. It's just like one of those where it hits your lips and it's like, it holy incredible. shit, how do they, how do they get this flavor profile? They had the texture right. Everything yes, was good about it. Yes, it was like it. silky, yeah. sweet, not too sweet. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Very good. Yeah, Mortalis and Clag were best of show. I mean, Mortalis is the only one we double dipped for a reason. I mean, I had their... The circle of circle with circle of friends, mm-hmm. the Gemini series, and that was a four point five. So yeah, both delicious. Clag only two and a half hours away from here. Mm-hmm. Might be a trip worth taking. And then sure. hit Cedar if there's Point. other things around, yeah. Cedar was Point. It, it's in Ohio. It's in right? Sandusky. Sandusky. Oh, yeah. it's in Sandusky. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we had a uh, we did try a lot more than just the beers that we checked into because we always tried to get something different and mm-hmm. then share around you know yeah give little tastes so I think if if we would have had like another soup like something that stood out like I like I did with the fillings are mutual I went back and got the full one to check that in because yep. I wanted to we would have done that uh, with other beers so yeah I don't think we missed any like bangers we probably tried close to like double of what we actually checked yeah, in 30. yeah. 35. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of beer. Yeah. A lot of beer. But I think that could easily become an annual thing because that was just, I mean, we talked about the beer fest in Jackson that we've been to. It's always the same breweries. They always bring the same beer Rup. and you can hit every tent in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> it's so like, and then they give you the tokens too. And this is like unlimited drinks. This is, is the insane. way it should be done. It just makes it so much faster too. You don't yeah. have to have that extra step. It's just fill up. Go, yeah, fill yeah. up, go, fill up, go. Like never, not a single line took us more than like a minute. To and get if you through. think about the pricing, like we pay like forty or fifty bucks to go to the Ella Sharp, and this was sixty, I think. Yeah, 60, yeah. for like, unlimited. Yeah, yeah, if if that's what you need to do to get unlimited, then build it into your build it into your ticket price, and yeah, that's how it should just be. do it. <laughs> yeah. I think every I feel like people would be okay with paying more if they can get unlimited. Yeah. And I would be I would be willing to pay more next year to do VIP to have more time because we could get in earlier. We could take a, a short a break, break, food and then break, go and back. Then, yeah. yeah. And some of the breweries ran out of beer, so it's true VIP, too. Yeah, we could have got that's true anything Homes. that we wanted without having mm-hmm. to worry about anything running out. I could have done that. 
for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Josh was VIP. Yeah. Allegedly. Kyle and I are too honest. Yeah. Too nice. But being VIP kind of can oh, yeah. segue into our beer here. Yep. Perfect segue. Another. <laughs> so because because um, Josh is a dishonest asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I, it no. wasn't that I was just. <laughs> no, I know. Just put I'm, it getting, on my I'm getting. They told. They are the ones that assigned it to you. I'm joking. Yeah. Um, they just put a VIP bracelet on Josh's <laughs> wrist. And he's like, all right. They're like him. Blue. Get yeah. him blue. I was um, like, yeah, me, blue guy. <laughs> us, they were like, what were you? And we're like, oh, general admission. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Uh, so, yeah, we did get some very special beer. And uh, it's, you know, perfect that we have this on the show right after visiting them. Give them a little shout out. Um, yeah, they gave uh, VIP boxes with some special beers. And uh, yeah, I'll show you. Introduce I them. mean, there's not really anything to say because there's nothing on the can that what it is, nor is there anything on Untapped or their websites, or it does not even exist in the. the this is the this definition the of first. exclusive. Yeah, like okay. literally, <laughs> this is the most exclusive beer we've had on this show. I would say so. Yeah, so we're sitting at Field Trip, or it's called Field Trip. It's holographic uh, too. That's how you know it's rare. Yeah, uh, the Slushy series, obviously um, known for. But this is the Slushy XXXL series, so it's, I'm assuming rarity is up there, obviously. Um, but yeah, don't know what fr- flavor. Yeah, no, at all nothing in this. about this at all. It's a five. It's five. I got five three ABV. That's how we got here. So, what is it? Sorry, five three. Five three. Okay. It says um, sour ale. Yep, one pint sour <laughs> ale. It just says yep. store Could cold, drink that. fresh, due to the large amount of fruit in this beer. All right. That's all I got. So I guess we can guess what flavor it is. Yeah, we'll just see. That's going to be really hard. Our palates well, are fried from the week. Yeah. Thinking, but. At least know if there's vanilla or something in it. Lactose. Yeah, I'll give it a whirl. I guess we should just use one at a time. Yeah. Just, uh, we'll just give him these. I pulled a Jacob. <laughs> I'll say just give Josh yeah. our cups and he'll pour us a pint. Looks orange. Oh, it's very, yeah. Like very orange slushy. juice. Very thick. Thick. Two seeds. Glug, 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 glug. <laughs> yeah, we have another one right here. Squirt it into your eye again. Since this was the last one, I gotta pour the first of this one. There you go. Now and you got the it down. middle one. Still, is we're getting the this down. <laughs> we're getting this down to a science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the middle is where it's <laughs> the most should be balanced, that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looks like orange juice. <laughs> I hope it's an orange in there. I love orange and my smoothie beers. There's a hundred percent peach in this. Is it like I mean, fuzzy it navel? smells like a peach. It's like fuzzy navel that we had. Um, possibly. I only tried. I just only tried Josh's. I didn't have fuzzy navel. But smells peach. like orange too. Yeah, it's orange. very orange too. Okay, cheers. Cheers, cheers. Yum. It's orange something. Pineapple. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh my god, that's good. <laughs> Pineapple for sure. Oh yeah. 
Tons pineapple, pineapple, orange, pe- peach. Yeah, peach. Uh, yeah. This is the kind of slushy beer I like. Or smoothie beer. Yeah. No, mm. this says slushy and XXXL, though. That's their, That's what the series is. Okay. Smoothie beer. This is the kind of smoothie beer I like. Yeah. A little colder would be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kyle. It traveled from Indiana. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, this is incredible. This is exactly what I want a smoothie beer to be. Yeah. We're going to have to create the fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, we have to create it ourselves. Because it doesn't Yeah, exist. I would say just off of the ones that we had from there, this is better than those. Mm-hmm. And I bought a another XXXL for us to try later. So maybe that one will stack up or maybe this one is, you know, too rare and too special. Yeah. Lightning in a bottle. I don't know. If I had to say this is what, for me, a, like a five-star smoothie beer would be. <laughs> but I think it's up there. Yeah. 4.5, 4.75. 4.5 minimum. But, Four. yes, uh, I agree that this is what I want from a smoothie beer. So. Hmm. It's really <laughs> good. Really Very. good. Yeah. I'm impressed. Can't, can't tell you guys what's in it, but... <laughs> What it's in it is good. And I think can't we're tell you good to at try it because you probably never be able to find it. Who knows if they're actually going to make this or if they really want to keep the exclusive Unless thing. you guys were there at the festival. Yeah, like, fest. what if they want to make this like a fest one that was only for those people, VIP? <laughs> they could yeah. easily do that. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So you may never be able to try this, but, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy great. how many stuff, how so much stuff they you. can, yeah. though, too. Like, if they canned, like, because. Isn't canning like a, they have to have, well, they probably have like their own. Yeah, they have the process down because they made it created. Yeah, you don't need. Because if they did something exclusive for just like the festival. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need a huge canning line. Well, I guess it's nice too because they knew that they had, they've been planning this festival for a while, right? So. Yeah. It's annual, so. Yeah, Yeah, they knew what they would need. And they knew how many VIP there was. Is that the breeze doing that? Just the draft? Okay. I keep looking at the vacuum think it's going to tip over. Me too. It doesn't. <laughs> it hasn't yet anyway. <laughs> well, insider. If you hear her, a loud slam. That's a vacuum. None of these doors in this fucking apartment close all the way. No. <laughs> the bathroom doesn't. <laughs> that door doesn't. They just, yeah, they never latch. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. <laughs> Trying to take a shit. Uh, all right. Crushability. Haven't gone over that. I mean, honestly, for how like sweet and everything, it's not obviously a five star, but like I could drink a couple of these. Yeah, it's not too sweet. It's a little bit lighter too. The five three. I always I think feel that's like a the good sourness range. makes it easier for me to drink too. But like, it's not like a super sour one, but the sweet and sour of it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, I'd go four. Yeah, like I think this is pretty half, crushable. So, yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah three seven right. five. is on crushability no this is like a four yeah I could drink a few of these crushability only goes by half star chicken just like the (laughs) movies just like the movies untapped changes (coughs) exactly All right, that is uh, what's the name of it field trip field trip field trip okay field trip slushy XXXL or slushy series XXXL field trip (laughs) Jesus Christ huge so, yeah, perfect. Uh, well, how are you going to tie this into blonde? Three X's. <laughs> yeah, look at that. 
He well, was then ready. you have the L after that. Kind of throws it off. <laughs> yeah. Think of something, Jacob. Because she you took a field trip. <laughs> you start thinking, well, uh, I'll at one point she was in a field <laughs> and she tripped. Or that was a beach. Damn it. <laughs> a field of sand. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> what is a field? Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're talking Blonde. Let's get into it. Uh, Blonde is written and directed by Andrew Dominic. Uh, it is based on a novel by Joyce Carol Oates. It stars Ana de Armas, Lily Fisher, Julianne Nicholson, um, Adrian Brody, and a few others. Plot synopsis reads, a fictionalized chronicle of the inner life of Marilyn Monroe. What do you guys think of Blonde? Um, I liked it. I do like it. I have some problems, but overall, it kind of felt like when you go to those art museums and they have like they're playing those vi- like visuals, and you're kind of confused what's going on and how it connects to anything, but you still like what you're looking at, so you watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. <laughs> it's just it was a, uh, it was really long, like way too long, but I it was. The visuals kept me into it. Okay. I don't think the story was that interesting to me. I don't really think I learned a lot more because I don't even know what was true out of this, honestly. But I don't think that matters. I don't think you should be thinking about that watching this. No, but I guess I don't know what the purpose exactly he was trying to go for. Except it wasn't painfully obvious. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was there was only one thing, and then it just over and over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. Before we move on, I I did because I don't want it to come up and then say something that will spoil it. Uh, we're doing a quiz of people that I know. What asking them what my favorite scene was. Brought oh. it up before, so you had all weekend to think about Fuck, it. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> um. I was I was hoping you guys or thinking you guys would get it right away, but I know we're a little. I feel like yeah, I feel like when I watched it, I do remember seeing thinking that, but I can't think of which scene it would have been. I Is it spoilery? It um, no, not really. I mean, if I say it, I could say it in a non-spoiler way, also. Hmm. That there, I'm already giving you a hint. So. That was a hint. Well, yeah. <laughs> the I don't know the waterfall. <laughs> what's your what's your guess? I don't know. The half second penis shot. <laughs> no, you love uh, you some dung. It's right before the waterfall. It's part. Of the waterfall is part of it. It's the same scene. See, I was re- I'm close. <laughs> I knew that was gonna. No, be no, so no. Much. But the reason I love it is is the that that extreme lens or whatever they use where it distorts the image oh, it stretches yeah, yeah. it extremely that, that scene, yeah where it looked yeah. like it was over a vase uh yeah and like, then like so like one part's in ball. focus and everything yeah. else is like super stretched yeah. and then like it moves and it like brings other things into focus yeah yeah like yeah they sh- it stretches them yeah i mean we'll I get thought, more into it i, I thought like see. that whole scene looked really cool but i just wanted to see if before we touched on anything else if you guys could guess it and you failed so well, I was pretty close. Yeah, you were. I was like within a minute, a couple minutes. 
Uh, yeah, but the waterfall wasn't the reason I love. I mean, I do love that transition, but yeah, the thing I love the most is when I saw that those distorted bodies. I was like, "It's great." Nope, shit, my shit, my shit ready. Remember when we were talking about? Like, I was like, "How uh, I'm gonna come." <laughs> that uh, barbarian was trying a lot of different things. Yeah, this tried a lot of different things. More, way, way more different. Uh, but I think that this. So initial thoughts. I think that this obviously did did it for different like barbarian this was more of like a I don't know it felt like fan fantastical in its <coughs> approach cuz it like obviously it's a fictionalized account of everything so I think him doing that kind of is leaning into the the fantasy around this story so I think it I felt like it felt right in this sense but um yeah i did enjoy blonde quite a bit um borderline loved it uh obviously it's grim it's very harsh it's it's sad it's dark there's nothing there's not really a redeeming light about this movie everything's very dark pretty depressing depressing exactly but but it's, you know, highlighting things that actually happen. I liked how he kind of, you know, the separation of Marilyn being this parasite of sorts that kind of was overtaking, like a demon that was kind of overtaking Norma's person. And Norma was, it's like like J- Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde or like... um I don't know. It, it, like they even said in in the thing, like oh, I can I can manifest Marilyn, give me some time, and then she comes out, and then she's like, "There's just a lot of scenes where they were they like depicted her, like slowly dying, Norma slowly like dying as Marilyn's prevalence increased, and um, I really like that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, not for the definitely not for the faint of heart. I. It was long, but I didn't feel exhausted at it. I think the fact that there was the changing of styles and everything kind of um, helped that. I do think there was a little bit of a style overload, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit because obviously I like eye candy. <laughs> um, NC-17, get real. Oh, yeah. I, did, yeah. I thought it was weak. This was R-rated. And I wanted to look into that yeah and like i see reviews they're like yeah might as well just put porn on the screen i'm like what i, I think was the like really trying to think was more like there's a lot of movies i've seen way well, worse was yeah. <laughs> um yeah but that yeah there's definitely there's deserved examples. it yeah like, right. that's a good example because that's nc-17 <clears> and that did in this is blue, nothing like this wasn't blue as warmest color uh, i think so too. yeah i think so which might just also deserved it yeah this didn't i don't get it with the nc-17 because it shows one for like Erectic. a flash yeah but it's like a flash you see us like a spinning dick in roma that's radar i yeah, mean it's, it's not because hard. of that if you the the if you can have flaccid penises you can't have hard penises oh god we're so fucking weird is that really a thing yeah <laughs> what a weird line to draw yeah i mean think about how many flaccid i mean flaccid dicks are in Cinema all I the mean, time. I just, I guess I, I guess. name a movie that it's you see true. with a, a boner. It's usually always hidden, yeah. Like in the sure, pants yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah. That's why. I was going to say Antichrist, but that was in season 17. That's unrated. 
But yeah. for that yeah. little bit, I mean, come on. Get real. It was like a, literally a flash. Like, <laughs> yeah. But and then boobs, lots of like quite well, a bit. Yeah, but, but it wasn't even I've as seen anywhere close to Yeah, I'll say like a normal amount for an yeah. R rated R movie too. Yeah, yeah. Showgirls had all like there was boobs every How five seen. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was really confused by that because I I heard so much controversy, and even when she came out, she's like, "I know this is going to be know, used yeah. for," the, and then I'm just like, "What? what part like of barely." It? I'm like, "It's barely anything." They like, want to see your jack up to your boobs. They could see. Okay. they have other movies with your boobs in them. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. It didn't show any more. I don't know. No. It, maybe that was just trying to build up hype. I don't know. But yeah, could have been marketing. Who knows? Who knows? Um. Okay. This movie can just be summed up with a song rather than a review. Daddy. No. <laughs> Daddy wasn't there. True. But I did love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why aren't we a lot? I mean, why? I don't get why it's so like tab. I know it's like. So from what I know, it's the it's the whole thing with Marilyn's legacy and her life and that. stuff like that. You know, like. Yeah, so Everything I don't get people rainbows. like her that much. I didn't know she was that big of a figure. Honestly. Yeah. I know who she is, but I've never seen anything she's been in. I don't know like anything about. I never knew anything about her. I mean, you could even say like the thing with JFK too, like it tarnishing his legacy and him being such a beloved president. But it's like, but he was like that. That's a yeah, thing. That, like, I, that's he that's was a saying, womanizer, like, and people like, but yeah, I don't know. I don't get him the for his legacy, but what legacy? Yeah, he, he did killed. nothing. Like. He was young, handsome. He had a good speech, and then died like he was a year into his presidency. Yeah, I know, but like he never really did anything. First Irish American president. He'll just get to the moon. Space he started race. it, but he <laughs> yeah. was not even there at all when uh, it finished. I said helped. I didn't fucking. I'm not giving him credit, but sheesh. we might as well like yeah, Trump <laughs> with the Artemis project. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Anyway, I'm just saying that these are beloved figures, and people don't like when they see their icons shit on. Joe DiMaggio shit on yeah didn't even have a name in that yeah it's true <laughs> x athlete is the right um yeah no i i i think it's shedding light on i just think like maryland is more of like a proxy for every woman and going through in that time and everything yeah you know, we hear about that today exactly and it was think about how much worse it was back then when there wasn't a lot of and people recording cancel, yeah. technology and like things that are just lost because of word of mouth like that's how you know a lot of things were so yeah i mean it, it was probably way worse back then and this is just you know i think putting her i think using her as the as the proxy for these other women makes it so much more like stark and like stand out because she was it's such like an icon that and can a legend. happen to her like what's happening to the lesser known yeah what's happening to the production assistant like yeah who knows um so yeah i think that's just like important and you know, the the way you don't repeat history is by learning from it. Like, yeah, it's, it is, I will say that, like, I think it's heavy handed. I think it's like pretentious. I think it's all of those things, but I like it at the same time because I think that's what it's going for. Yeah, exactly. And I think it kind of succeeds in those same aspects. Like the, the, the shots and styles used, yeah, it can be pretentious, but like it looks great and it's, he pulls it off. Like no, there was amazing, never like yeah. a choice where I was like, oh, like I don't like that choice here. I did what I, I I agree. I liked 
I loved how it looked. Mm-hmm. Like that alone makes me like it <laughs> just because it was a visual feast. But and it didn't feel like cheap. But at the same time, so we when we talk about, you know, the lighthouse, why the intention between why it did that was clear. But I was so a lot of times in this, I'm like, okay, why was that change there? And I was trying to figure out. I never could get that as much with this one. It's like, okay, is that just style or is it, is he trying to say something with that switch from like black and white to color or color to black and white? So I actually stopped. I actually paused the, I actually paused it at one point and looked it up because I, I didn't want to spend the whole movie thinking like, I <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to spend the whole movie thinking, okay, is there meaning behind like the change here and blah, blah, blah. And the color thing specifically, there isn't really a reason behind it besides some things like as far as like recreations of scenes, like actual moments from her life, some things uh, like the recreation looked better in black and white and sometimes it looked better in color. There wasn't there was never really a, ch- a reason behind the change besides like just shifting like how things looked and uh, like certain famous like certain famous moments from her life like were captured in black and white. And like that's how we remember them in black and white. So those images were in black and white and vice versa in color. That makes sense. Yeah. But as far as like a reasoning behind it, like artistically, not really. Same thing with like the aspect ratio. I don't think there was anything uh, with that. Although like I love like I love the beach scene, how that like I'm glad that was widescreen because that looked like really good with like the stars and everything. And then, yeah, sometimes you didn't need it and to be widescreen. So. Those shifts, same thing. I don't really know if there's an artistic reason. A little disappointing, but... But st- there's not I, a reason? Yeah, I don't know. I just... Not everything I, needs a reason. Mostly like when it... Because it was started out in color, right? And then it switched to black or white at a key moment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is this like her well, transformation? Yeah, it, but then it kept this changing what, at moments yeah, where I was and like... And then it that killed it. It didn't make sense <laughs> anymore after that. So then I'm like, okay, what is the meaning then? Well, if there was a reason, then I'm sure it would have stuck with that the changing at certain pivotal right. moments, but and since that's what I kept trying to figure out. And it's like, well, yeah. okay. I was just along for the ride then. Like that, like that wasn't something that bothered me. It didn't make the movie either. That would have been a cool thing to add, like a cool reason to have for it. But yeah, I like when they had, there's a reasoning. Yeah. Well, substance to the style. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I love the, I love the score. Yeah. Nick Cave and Warren Ellis. I think. Oh yeah, score is amazing, that. incredible. Uh, yeah, the visuals. Uh, the, I will say, as far as performances, everybody was great. I did think having Ana de Armas was a little weird because her accent is so thick. Yeah, and Marilyn Monroe's. But she American. looks like really a lot like her. She does, yeah, uh, I, and she does do a good job most of the time. I'm just, it's just certain lines, certain words, yeah. um, slip through that are like, you know, yeah. her accent is just too thick. Uh, so that's something that's like, I know she can't help it, but something that you're aware of. of watching. I mean, yeah, I, I they usually work with like a, a coach who like can help them with that. But maybe she just didn't have the well, uh, she amount hasn't of even time. Been speaking English in I know. like three years or something. Mm. Yeah. It, what was it? The first movie she did here, she couldn't she didn't even know English at yeah. all and was just re- like memorizing the lines. But yep. I didn't. Yeah, I thought that if she, you get enough time, you eventually couldn't sound perfect for every scene. But it's just like they probably didn't want to waste that much time just fix making every scene perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Accent. 
Yeah. Uh, I did feel the length just a little bit, but not too much. So, that's, I mean, it's about all I have for general thoughts. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was just looking up why the aspect ratio. Basically, he's saying that he's trying to situate ourselves within her collective memory. So that's why scenes, It's he's saying it's not in a narrative, it's an emotional experience. It's about trying to harness your associations with images you've already seen and putting those associations to work for the story. Mm. So like yeah, some of her iconic the, moments would be... Like I said, same thing with the yeah. colors. If, like, they, yeah. if their moments were in color, then he put them in color. Yeah. Yep. Like the, the dress scene is black and white black photos. And white, so. yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It would be weird seeing that not in black and white. But yeah, the score, I like the 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 um like the through line main theme. Mm. Um it was so it was really good at one of my favorite scenes was when was with Adrian Brody and they were like when they f- were like happy in love and it was color and you like you were Adrian Brody and you like see her turning around and stuff and the score right there was whew, so good. Yeah, there's a lot of just amazing images and moments that we could point out specifically. So, like, there's not a ton of... Spo- well, I mean, we can get into specific scenes. Like, I don't think there's a ton of spoilers for this movie, but if you're interested in seeing it and want to go in and have those images be a surprise to you, like, stop listening. Don't listen now. <laughs> you want to be surprised by these images. Uh, No, you do. Though uh, That scene, that part specifically, that shot through the roses where it, like, pushes Oh, in, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, the guy is... uh. Obviously, I mean Andrew Dominic, he works with a cinematographer, but this his shots are his shots, you know. They're yeah, and like the way that he just is able to, the way he uses a camera, it's it's almost like it's always so dynamic. Like it's never, it's like moves down and it's going up, and you get different zooms and and it's just so dynamic the entire time. And I I just absolutely loved everything to do with. Yeah, the cinematography. The cinematography. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so shots, like creative shots that I've not seen. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that that scene, the first sex scene with the two guy, or the, they're not brothers, are they? Just no. two guys. They're two. Yeah, they're two famous, like they're relatives of sons of famous people. Um, one being Charlie Chaplin. But yeah, that first scene, and that those like like I said, that stretched image to where it comes down and like you can see something like in focus, and then it that shifts and it mm-hmm. moves and. Yeah, I don't know how, how the hell he. Favorite scene, best best looking scene of the year so far, from yard to top. Yeah, and then the water, the sheets turn into transition. The waterfall. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was I great. I loved that part. Whoa! <laughs> no, those guys. That XXXL. Give me your XXXL burp. The vagina POV. Huge. Oh, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> so, yeah, I was because I was, uh, Travis hasn't seen Cherry. I was going to say, what's Netflix's obsession with the anal POV? I, w- I thought of that the, instantly. <laughs> the, your, r- the body the cavity POVs. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there were some interesting choices, too, that I think people like those ones are kind of like easily to pick out as like amazing and then there's there's certain things that'll work or don't work for you like like the whole fetus image then they go back to it a lot of times, times. to kind of you know kind of give as exposition like 
oh, she's pregnant now, even though she doesn't look pregnant. And yeah, I thought it made sense because then I knew right away. Oh, there it is again. Yeah, I thought it was a good cue. Yeah, it kind of it it makes you more connected and like and it makes her ultimately more sympathetic when she never has a child and she loses these kids in tragic ways sometimes and mostly all the time. And I I feel like this is kind of following the same criticisms as like um, Pam and Tommy got that you guys were talking about how like obviously everyone knows Marilyn Monroe for who she is but who else dies from a barbiturate overdose at 39? You know, like, yeah, clearly her life wasn't grand and sunshine and rainbows like everyone thinks it is. So, yeah, because it wasn't accidental. She yeah, took well, like 40 tablets of, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, why? What do people think that that was? <laughs> like, why wouldn't we want to know that? Because I read afterward because I'm like, I want to see how much. Yeah, she was always on like amphetamines, barbiturates, drunk. Exactly. Like, what do you think she was doing? <laughs> Yeah, like, and her mom was really uh, paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, that was that was great. And then the you oh, know that finding out scene. that it's hereditary. Yeah, I was gonna say I love the fire scene and driving through the smoke and that whole like the ashes flowing yeah. through the house. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's very almost surreal and dreamlike and a lot of that stuff. And yeah, it's it's almost like. Each the, it goes through like phases of her life like pretty seamlessly and there are a couple like time jumps and yeah. they, they they make apparent but um like I feel like each phase is like you know a whole like you're getting into like characters will like come in and out with like no explanation yeah like, like her husband yeah like her husband's just gone and it's like okay like you don't you know we don't need an explanation or whatever we're on to the next phase of like her you know, like another phase of trauma or whatever. It's not, we're not, we're not getting a, a paint by numbers biopic here. It's, it's about these times in her life when, you know, she wanted to step out of the limelight or change her focus or have a kid or whatever it is. And all of these things in from her past or her life just are present are preventing her from being happy. And yeah, it's fucked up and there's a, it's yeah. not happy for her. I was her. a little confused though. Because she didn't want kids, right? Well, what do you mean? Well, like, like when she's time? talking to that, uh, she's having dinner date. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. And she was like, I want to go and be worked as theater in New York. And then he like wasn't looking, like didn't seem happy. And then she's like, I want to really just settle down and have a kids. I love kids. I just love kids. And then he's like, I start smiling. So I think it's to me, it seemed like she doesn't want kids. Which then she was extremely excited when she first found out. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know. I was a little confused, but yeah, I think she my, what I got was that she didn't want them at first. And then she basically like got pregnant and found out. And then, you know, of course, your mind would change like mm-hmm. um, she was happy to have that kid. And then she found like the hereditary thing and then of the of the mental illness and then like made a decision to terminated but then changed her mind and then like she had i think she in the movie at least she was pregnant two more times and she was excited about those kids at least from what i remember yeah so at first i would say yeah probably not but she was also like younger a lot younger at that point yeah i don't know (laughs) i was a little confused yeah i know it's another one of the controversies is that this movie is like 
super pro-life. Try to show it? you how tragic it is that a woman. It's it's. I don't think it's pro-life. I, I think the it. I think the movie. I think the movie is portraying the era as being pro-life, and that's obviously it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think it's. I wouldn't say that the movie is pro-life. Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of the controversies right now. I could get that, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't think that's what he was going for at all. Yeah, and there's there's probably other controversies on the movie, like the same thing with like you know tarnishing Maryland's but legacy or whatever. But those are the people that are watching it and not understanding what it's going for, or what it's trying to say. Like I just think that it's it's getting across successfully how shitty women were treated back then and how it's possible and like even at the being that big and that famous doesn't get you yeah, out of the way of being treated by terrible men using abusing their power over women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even the best relationship she had with Arthur, he it felt Brody like beats. she was almost just like a what you muse. Brody beats. Yeah, Brody beats. <laughs> like a muse, like he, he she was just something to look at for him. Like all he constantly talked about was how pretty she was, not talented or loving or anything. He just kept saying how beautiful she looked or how beautiful she was. So I kind of wish they did touch on that a little more because, like, it, to me, I thought that he was just like he married her or like got with her as like a replacement for Magda. Yeah, I was pretty confused. Yeah, about the relationship because it seemed pretty good, but then, I mean. The part when she he wrote down what he said he wouldn't write down because right. he's not going to do that. But then he wrote it down. He said, it would, I would never write about our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But literally it was a, had a conversation yeah. that they had written. And then I was like, OK, is he using her yeah. or is he just a writer who's just She's, writing down? She could be his replacement. That happened. Yeah, that could be another example of like even the relationship that she thinks is or that is looks the best on paper. He's there's still a man using her and exploiting her. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like she cannot get away from being exploited. Yep. Even across the nation. She yeah. Still. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Huge. Yeah, I thought the that with Joe DiMaggio was like, I thought it was a little weird or like some like kink that they had. But then she calls like yeah, every Abra. partner. Well, didn't that <laughs> seem weird? It was that thing. I don't know. Seemed, it was awkward every time for me. <laughs> it it's me weird to hear, but like, yeah, she had obviously had daddy issues. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and well, she mommy had mommy issues, issues too. <laughs> she had issues. She had issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her dad really was a production person. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. Do you but look they like did that? meet. Yeah. They did meet. Yeah. In real life. But it's better for the movie if they don't. <laughs> yeah. I always also thought that was weird too. Why did. So she got a letter, right? And then immediately she's like, yep, this must be true. This is my dad. Even though I'm like, how would she know that this is just not random person writing about it? But especially well, as then, a, when you're young, like, and this is what you're thinking about all the time. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like self, self-fulfilling. Right. But then she, then he's like, I'm going to be there. He wasn't. And then it's like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be there and wasn't. Well, he I'm kept sorry. saying there was times when he said he was there, but just couldn't walk up. Like he said, I, I noticed you. I saw you, but I just couldn't get the courage to come to say say like come to talk to you yeah but like you will be why would from he me again soon not i don't know 
Who knows? Daddy issues. He obviously he has issues. issues too. Yeah. I mean, she kept going like, even though her mom was the way that she was, she, you know, always wanted to help her. And, and obviously that was like a big, like, I feel like that was like, well, obviously when it found out, when she found out that it, it wasn't her dad the whole time, that's obviously the straw that broke the camel's back. Like this, her meeting her dad was like the ultimate thing that she could get from life at, at her current state. She had fame and money. She didn't need all those things. She, the one thing she wanted in her entire life was to meet her dad. And then she finds out that he obviously wasn't writing to her. And then that's when she kills herself. We all have problems, (laughs) but we have to serve the Lord. Well, anything else on Blonde? No. Mm -mm. I mean, I can get more into what, like, I guess negative things I didn't quite love about it. it, I loved how it looked, and I already said I thought it was a bit long, but I don't (laughs) think it felt like it dragged that much for me. But... It has like such a long amount of runtime, but I don't feel like I gained a lot other than the visuals. It's like, I know the message. It was pretty simple. Men suck like they do and they will use women. But then it's like, but like, you know that now. Well, yeah, but this is like a, it's like a loose structured biopic. Yeah. And that too, the loose structure of it. Was so hard to follow. Would you rather be ninety minutes and have it be like the beat ch- for childhood? Beat. No, a childhood rise to fame, fall and death in that amount of time. It would feel so rushed. Like I, I say the same thing. I agree. I felt the length a little bit towards the end, but when it's concluded, I think that it feels more like an epic. And I was like gonna say a, epic for sure. Like a a complete, like you know, representation of. Not necessarily her life because it's not, that's, you know, it's not exactly, um, it's not portraying, it's not trying to portray her life and career and everything like that, but it feels more fleshed out than something that would have been shorter. And like, I feel like each of those, like I said, I feel like they're almost like vignettes of like trauma, like each one is showing something different, you know, one being with her mother and mental illness one being with like JFK, like that's when she starts getting fucked up, like like she's always on drugs, and then you know showing someone that like as high of a position as that is like exploiting her. Um, you know the thing with Adrian Brody, that being another one, like even her most like seem like seemingly compatible person that loves her is still going to exploit her, and she keeps losing the kids, all that stuff. You know, all that seems different enough to where it's not like because one of the things one of the criticisms is that people are like oh it's just like the same thing over and over again she's like keeps getting shit on and stuff and it's like well yeah but in different ways and it's saying like trying to say that this is all of the ways that she was exploited this is all the ways that women were exploited and shit on back then and if you face that then it's like then you can come to realize that well yeah it shouldn't be that way I I like the link too because you felt the journey you know like by the end of it you you know it was it's not a happy ending obviously but it's fulfilling and like i want i don't want to say satisfying but you know you what you watch the whole thing and when it does conclude you're like wow that was just like a 
emotional fucking movie. And I'm sure the yeah. the the dark nature of it added to the length too cuz yeah. it's just like it's depressing and tiring yeah. but you know you you get to the finish line and you're like man I just I did it, you know and it, and she did it and you saw you saw her life and Andrew the way that Andrew Dominic was able to follow that structure and the or lack of I guess yeah, I was structure say, but it wasn't structure <laughs> but I love I love that I don't know I don't it felt like a, it felt like a fever dream like from the beginning I think that's yeah what that's probably yeah. yeah like from and, her perspective and then by the end like that last I mean think how like was just so like when she's on the table and laughing like it just gets cra- like psychedelic almost dissociative and that was her craziness. crumbling yeah but yeah I guess I wasn't taking I was trying to take it more like yeah like the story of her and like what it's trying to say about not just what that message is like but like also it is a story about Marilyn Monroe but that story was much harder to follow like yeah the message is clear but the story wasn't cuz it's just people are like in and out and up and down and <laughs> gone and here and it's like without warning and yeah but there's still like I mean, yeah, it's fine to feel that way, but like I felt watching it, losing those people and stuff like that, like I was still able to follow it and just like kind of fill in those gaps myself. Yeah. And then it wasn't, it didn't feel important either because once you got what the movie's going for, you're like, oh, this isn't, it's not really a narrative through line. Yeah. yeah like sometimes you watch movies, you're like, okay, what's his character? Why is he here? What does he put, put to the story? Or like not he, but what's his character doing? Why are they here? What are they and then movie you'll find out by the end of the film like oh they were this part this was just insert yeah insert this person this is what happened okay get them out next person yeah that's yeah. what it was basically like, so we, you have to know everything about the plot and that is all plot and this is not yeah <laughs> no it's because like some of the people really built up the relationship like the cast and uh whatever the other guy was <laughs> his name whitey sure her the, like makeup her, the guy? thruple no oh it was Cass Eddie. and Eddie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they really built up their relationship and they were kind of a big part of it for a while and then not. But then could that like, be and like then Adrian was like kind of a big part too. Like he fleshed out. But then like DiMaggio, not at all. He was there for like a tiny well, they bit. D- they, they didn't even like, they weren't technically, I guess they were, it was not dating or whatever. Like you thought fi- we, everyone found out later that they were. So I think that the, the length of time probably was like directly like she was probably with someone's those the throuple for like longer than he, she was with Joe DiMaggio. So his character was in and out a lot quicker in her life than they were. Yeah. And, and Arthur that, Miller, she might have been married for him for a couple of years. So that's why it felt longer. JFK you, was little. So do you think it was all one sided or that also this trying to show that she was using people too? in order to get what she wanted because there was points sure where like she's like how much is she getting paid you know and stuff it seemed like she really cared about like the money and stuff and then she would do these things or i don't know sometimes it made it look that way too right like the opposite like she was using like maybe she was only with him because he was a writer and a playwright and she wanted to be in theater and yeah. so yeah i don't know if the movie ever got that across because even like the phone call that you're talking about it seems like 
another example of executives exploiting her as a way for them to not pay as much because yeah she was in a movie something about blondes or whatever and she was the blonde actress and like to me it just seemed like a a thing where yeah we like oh Marilyn she's easily exploitable we can pay her less and she won't care and then she finds out what another woman is making and then raises a stink about it so uh, that just seems more like she was fighting for equality rather than like yeah uh taking advantage of them the playwright thing yeah i could see where you know you might that could be a a thing but she was the famous one but even then like i'm she also at one point in her life decides like this is not what i want to do i want to get away from this you know because she splits her personality between norma jean and Mm. marilyn monroe and she wants to leave marilyn monroe but like the world is like saying you can't like the world is begging for Marilyn. Yeah. So I don't know like what, where, I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot to think about. Yeah. I would say the more Marilyn she got, the less happy she was. You could see that, Mm -hmm. you know, the notoriety that she got, that's more broken down and battered. And like I said, it almost felt like Marilyn Monroe was like this parasite, like this evil that like, started in her and just kind of kept festering and growing and her unhappiness grew with Marilyn. Not as Norma was always the, the shy, quiet kind of reserved girl. And then you have Marilyn that's this alter ego. And I think that portrayal was pretty awesome too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really good. Anything else that you didn't like? No, I mean, it wasn't like I hate anything. It's just, I don't know. It felt like pretty one note, like a beautiful looking one note. Fucking, I already know what he's going to be. He's going to be sitting on a fence. <laughs> Come on, Jacob, make a statement. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. Did you like love it or did you hate it? <laughs> Pick one. Yeah. You're, you're falling fence. into the reviews. You're gonna. It's going to be like a floating around a 2.5 or a 3. <laughs> yeah. Going to play it Pick safe. a fence. I don't know. It's just, it just, it's so, It like I said in the beginning, it feels like one of those art things like at a museum, at an art museum, and it's just this playing this video of images that are beautiful, and maybe you can pull out that there's some pain and stuff in it, but it doesn't, but then it that's it, and you just leave it and go on. I don't know. Isn't that the beauty of art, though? Yeah, and I love you take how from it, it what you get but just yeah it's just like other than her you don't really it's just her and like all the i guess all the other characters are just like these things are just enter in and out and it's just there's no more yeah but it's her story yeah but it's not right well that's the whole point if it's her story you don't really learn anything about this film is based around so it's literally only exploitation that has like one meaning. That's it's not about Marilyn Monroe. Cause it's not true. It's not about any of the other characters because they're not like real, basically. Like they, I don't even think she was in a relationship with Cass and them. But like, <laughs> who the fuck Cass? <laughs> so it's just Jacob's hung up on the on the everyone everyone else says it's not true. Enough. Read not this. True story. Uh, no, I'm saying either it's about her and it's true, or it's about the relationships, or it's about this one message. 
That's two hours and 47 minutes long. Mm-hmm. A fictionalized chronicle. Fictionalized chronicle of her inner life. Yeah. Fiction. <laughs> I get that. I never. What, what am I talking about it being real or not? Like I'm saying it's one message. It's about exploitation for two hours and 47 minutes. Yeah, but that's like there's like I said, in each in each part of the movie, like exploitation can be a million different things. But it's really only one thing. At the bottom line, yeah, but it's done in so many it different was all ways. Just they wanted to have sex with her, and then she got stuff out of it. Mm. But like this fucked her up because she was seeking a relationship. I mean, you could we could you could break down any movie to one through line and say, oh, this is all like Parasite. Oh, this is all about a poor family exploiting a rich family. Great. It, no, movie. it's not. There's tons more to it. It's talking about class. It's talking about like metaphors, right? It's ta- it has a literally a lot of metaphors in it. It's a lot of things. So is this? Is it though? Because yeah. so far all I've heard is exploitation, mental illness. There was no is access. I mean, not no access to it. Then look what it does. But who had the mental daddy illness? issues? But who didn't? Talks about daddy yeah. issues. Yeah. <laughs> Or growing up without a father figure. Yeah, but that's like saying that or somebody family. can't have a successful life if they don't have a Well, even a ma- her mom life. was in a mental hospital, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah, life. I know. <laughs> well, okay, you can't just put a blanket statement on saying, like, because the movie takes this stance, it's the way that it is for everybody. No, but... For her, it did. For her, maybe. Maybe. I, pretty, I mean, I think it's pretty explicit in that... Well, there is the thing about exploitation, but there's the thing about there is a lot of um, expectations, expectations for her, expectations of like the whole thing with childbearing, like what was, you know, what was practiced then. And there's a lot of things of there's a lot there's a lot more than, than you think. I don't know. Like, I liked when it was going. It's like her decision. She's like, I don't want a baby right now, you know? But then it made it like that, like such a big deal. Like, <laughs> like she could have kept it. I don't know. <laughs> like, if she wanted to be a mom, she could have. But it's like that's, she No, that's what it's saying, become. though, is the industry was saying that you can't. Like, that, the first, when she gets the abortion, like, against her will, that's not obviously how it happened. I didn't take that scene as literal. That was like her and her reimagining of it. Was like she was saying like no I don't want this to happen but it happened anyway, like it didn't happen that way literally. You can't watch that scene and be like oh yeah they just kept doing it anyway even though she was saying no, like that would have been corny as fuck. So you're saying she there that was, was like a nightmare of her of hers. thoughts. Yes, like yeah, and that's why it's showing well, like she went through with it. That it was that such a big deal for her that she but it was her choice to that to have an abortion because she wanted to continue as Marilyn. Yeah, or the fact that she maybe she felt like she couldn't get away from Marilyn. Like, again, this is like infection of parasite. It's kind of like you can't just tell like, you know, alcoholics and, you know, drug users just quit. It's I don't think it's as black as and white as you're making it seem like for her and like her career and those other things. Uh, I think it's kind of similar in the same where she's like. She yes, she does want that aspect of her life, but she 
she wants to have her cake and eat it too. Yeah. Right. So she's making these decisions and like, yeah, I mean, every it's not, there's a lot of stuff that's on her. You know, the whole movie isn't saying like everybody else made her life the way it was. Yeah. Obviously she made her own choices, but putting that in, looking at the gray areas of that, that's what's interesting in breaking down, you know, the psychology of this. Because if it was just like, oh yeah, if she wanted a kid, why didn't she just have, you know, keep it? That, that's not. <laughs> yeah, or she wanted to get rid of it when why she's like saying no, 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 like. That's that's what I'm saying though. Is you're saying it's black and white. I'm saying it's not. She did like, want to have a kid, but she didn't. Marilyn like, Marilyn didn't want that's the kid. The struggle. Norma, Norma did, and but in like, her battle. Lots of people probably in that time had kids and. We're famous, right? But is it just because she was a sex symbol that she couldn't have kids? Yeah, it might ruin know. her career. You don't know. Pregnancies are bad for the body. But yeah. then saying that her only... And it's a lot harder to sexualize a mother than a single, you know... Blonde, blonde bombshell. Kidless, yeah. A pinup. But... And that's like almost saying that like that was her only quality. But like she was a good actress. That's what she felt like at times was her only quality. She was bad, but she got better, I think, is the general consensus. Yeah, I've never seen any of her her, movies. Her latest idea. um, I looked at her credits. Her latest was pretty high. Yeah. Like it got they did get better. Even her worst movies weren't that low, but I don't know if that's classitosis too though. Well, those are all users. You can't I was say, yeah, you can't people aren't rating the movie based off of her performance either. Yeah. Like the last, one of the last movies she did was directed by Billy Wilder, like, you know, a super well-known director, achieved director. So was it her performance that elevated that movie or was it his direction? Yeah. I don't know. I guess it leaves a lot to interpretation on however you want to take it without really giving a solid message other than the exploitation. Well, that's what you're pulling from it. That's the only message you see in it, which is fine. I mean, that's all the message you guys said, too, though. We just, we just said, like, those three other things that you all agreed with. Yeah. Mental illness, women's no, expectations I'm saying those of the are era. what you're saying, but, like, the movie's not saying that. That's how, what we got out of the movie. Yeah, so what do you mean? <laughs> I'm saying the I movie is up. literally saying both things. It's literally saying both things? Yeah. Both like what? It, it's literally saying she didn't want, does want a baby, but maybe oh. she can't have it because of she wants to be Marilyn, but then it's saying, oh, she actually did want the baby. Like, yeah, it's the duality of Or Marilyn she didn't Monroe want the baby Norma. at all. She actually did want to be Marilyn. It shows literally. But you're both. taking a lot of, you're taking the movie too literally because the whole movie is not as literal as it c- comes off either. Like a That's lot of the I'm stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's not, it's just these <laughs> visuals. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, a scene, even scenes that are not just visuals and. They're more than that, right? Like some, like I said, like the that scene, the abortion scene is one in particular where, if somebody watched that, they could think like, "Oh, this is this is how it happened" or whatever. But that's not like that. I, I'm ninety nine percent sure that's not how it's supposed to be. That's just like a nightmare, basically, of her reflection on it. And there's a bunch of other scenes like that too. Like I'm sure it didn't happen that way, but like I bet her. Well, I don't know. Maybe it did. Like falling on the beach, even like. And like, just like blood pouring out of her. Yeah. Like that, that might've been like a hyper, you know, over 
I'm trying to say, like her thinking it was worse than it than it was, but she did lose the baby. Just other things like that. There's yeah. probably more examples, but yeah, it's probably I think the whole movie is very dreamlike and yeah, that's what it is non-literal. It's just like, yeah, very dreamlike and non-literal, but then it's like yeah, you can pull whatever you want from it, but it's not like giving you that. It's not like saying that. It's just yeah, you got to work for it. I don't, but I think it's saying both things. You could literally just say both things. But are any of the things that we added a stretch by any means of the imagination? Like you could get that from the movie pretty easily. I don't think it's, I don't think this is like a, like that obscure of a movie or like that. Hard. I like, think that's why I'm this not, you don't so have nice. to do a deep dive on Reddit and YouTube to find these things. Like if you just contemplate for a little bit, you probably could come don't up with Don't you think some. that's a sign of a good movie when... You can watch a scene and get something from it. I can watch a scene and get something completely different. He can watch it yeah, and get I'm something different too. I'm not saying that it's not good. Like I like it. I'm just saying that that's the whole movie is just like just completely ambiguous, except for the exploitation. Yeah, like yeah. Said, you can pull those things. You could, like I said, you could say that with a lot of movies. But the main theme is the main theme, and you can pull things off of it. Right, but I just like, are we supposed to be at all caring about the character of Marilyn or Normal at all? Or is it literally she's just there as a placeholder for anybody? Because if so, then it kind of like was the point of even choosing her. You could just do anything. But other than, yeah, she was big and yeah, that could happen to someone who's big. But it didn't. Yeah, choosing, I mean, choosing like a martyr or like this, a tragic, you know, an icon that had a tragedy is a lot easier because it's going to connect with more people. It's going to elicit this reaction that we're having now or the reaction that you see online from this movie. That's the, I think that's the point is it's eliciting these reactions and in that sense, it's very successful. Do you care about the character? That's up. I mean, that's on you. If I feel like, I I don't know if the movie, yeah, I don't know if the movie is doing a lot of that work, but I like, like, is there any character to care about? Her. Like you feel bad for her, but like, I don't know. It's not like I learned anything about her as a character and not Marilyn Monroe. I know it's not a fiction. It's fictional, but like I didn't learn anything about her. Take her as a character. What, you didn't learn anything about her. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's a story about her, but like by the end, I didn't learn anything about her. I mean, you could like, say that what if- is her motivation. Well, that's part of the, th- that's, I guess that's, does she want to be famous? Or I would say she it's better. Yeah. I would say it's better that it's ambiguous because it's something that you're watching this split personality and yeah, it's ambi- like she exactly, she doesn't know. So we're kind of wondering also, and like, I don't think it's, I think it's trying to so not take a stance on that. Cause if this, this was a biopic, if it was a biopic that's trying to do Marilyn Monroe justice, it would make sense to have like somebody research that and say like, oh, Marilyn Monroe's motivations were X, Y, and Z. And that's why we have them in this movie. But when we're watching this version, she doesn't like her. You can tell like her character, you can tell her like she was going through her life and didn't know either. Same thing with like having the kids. She didn't know for sure. She did or didn't Uh, wanting, you know, wanting to be famous. She kept taking movie roles, even though she wanted to get away from the whole Marilyn Monroe persona. 
So uh, obviously she didn't like, know for sure. Like she struggled with that going back and forth her whole life. So it doesn't make sense for us to know those motivations if she doesn't know them. Right. But I, I just didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is she like how when was it so clear about being like separate personalities? I know she talked about Marilyn, 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 but like it's still her. To me, it was it was when the when two guys lady, came in, I and think they when said, "He said I'm I'm gonna be able to manifest Marilyn." Well, that was when it was painfully obvious, but right. it was obvious when those two guys came into her life, and he, you know, it was that moment when she, he was like, "I see you, like I actually see who you are," and like she, you know, she, she kind of was like upholding this facade of, like her just you know taking his stage name and putting on like a pretty face or whatever, but it really is like a split personality for her. Like those, the conversations that they have and those scenes is when I caught picked up on that the most. You're not my dad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else you guys want to rate it? I've had a pretty long discussion on it. Yeah. I gave it a three and a half. I'm gonna give it a five star. I am a four point five. Could go up on a rewatch. I was very tired when I watched it, so I think. Rewatching it with like full attention. I mean, I had my full attention on it, but obviously, but would like to rewatch it. Yeah, watch. It. I watched it the day it came out, so it was yeah. like <laughs> it was like six p.m. I was like fresh, nice, ready to go. Yeah. All right. I probably won't rewatch it, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe on, with Jacob. all this new insight. No. <laughs> Jacob fell fell prey to the. To the online discourse. <laughs> no, all the online discourse literally about the sex. <laughs> and like, I didn't even think it was that bad. Oh, yeah. No, that was the sex. Like, that's, that, that's more of a basically exploitation. They didn't like that people, like, it feels like they're exploiting Marilyn's memory in order to, with sex, in order to get views. Yeah. But I don't think that at all. I just don't think it is saying that much. All right, fair enough. All right, well, that's it for this episode. Uh, next week, we are going to be discussing Hellraiser, the remake that Josh is absolutely hyped for. Which I need to rewatch. I need to watch the original. So, so I yeah, have. I think we, well, we kind of talked about it before the show. As, uh, Josh did watch the original, but because we're trying to cut this episode a little bit shorter, uh, we said that it would be better to bring that up on the next episode when you can compare the two. And um, I think Jacob and I will... Yeah. Also watch the original. I've seen it once. It's been a long time. Don't remember anything about it. So. I've been needing a reason to watch great the original. Runtime. So here we go. Yeah, great run. Hour time. and a half. Hour and a half. Perfect. Perfect. Easy. Flies. Easy and it's October now. We're it's getting October. spooky season. Time to watch some horror. And I think it's a uh, sh- don't watch it on Shutter though. <laughs> watch it on Prime. It's a shitty version. It's like the direct cut. It's okay. not the Prime version is like HD. Okay. And I think the Shutter is like. Oh. Straight from the eighties. It's the VHS cut. Oh like no, like conversion. It's, it's yeah. no, it's not Matt. Yeah, it looks like a DVD cut. Okay. So yeah, definitely. I switched it like halfway. I was like, I'm gonna see if oh, this is it just on Prime. Yeah. You don't have to rent it. No. Okay. I was like, I'm gonna look and see if this is like the quality, <laughs> and it wasn't. It's better. <laughs> yeah, it's better on Prime. Okay, so that's next week. If you want to send us a question or comment, you can email us at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at the KG Project. I'm on both of those. That's JSAL517. That's JSAL517. And I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right, thanks for listening. Cheers, guys.
Stay recording. Hot mic. Don't say anything you want would regret. Because it's going straight to the show. Neighbors. Neighbors. They are neighbors.